Welcome to the Demand Access Write Your Own Destiny podcast. I am your host, Will Levitin, and here is where you find motivation to become successful, tips on becoming the best that you can be from various people. Today, we have a unique special guest, the MLB Pro Baseball Player. Pro Baseball Player from Rhode Island. This guy, man, he's a legend. He's definitely a legend at my high school. He's, he's a legend, man. So what's up, Jeremy? How you been? My man, Will. What's good, man? Oh, I'm That's chilling, a generous man. introduction, man. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Of course, man. Of course, man. So let's get right down to the business, man. Who's Jeremy Pena? I'm not talking about the baseball player. Like, who are you? And what do you stand for? What are you to this way? That's a great question, man. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a dude like everyone else. You know, I'm just a dude with big dreams, just uh, and the hunger to go, go chase them. You know, I want to one day have a platform to where I could give back. You know, I've been helped out a lot throughout my life. I've had great people in my life. I've had a lot of people sacrifice a lot for me. So one day I hope to do the same, you know, inspire the kids, uh, get more people involved in their communities, get more people involved in sports. And yeah, man. That's what's up, that's what's up. So how did baseball come into your life? I mean, I was born pretty much into a baseball family. Everyone in my house plays. Mm -hmm. All my uncles played. My dad played in the big leagues. So I was pretty much born into the baseball world. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I think I was 13 years old when I made that uh, decision that this was something I wanted to do, not just for fun. You know, this was something I wanted to do for good. You know, this is something I love. This is a passion of mine, and this is when I'm going to make that switch and give it my all, you know. Okay. Okay. So you said uh, your dad played in the big leagues. Who did he play for? He played with the Cardinals for seven years, from ninety to ninety-seven. So, okay. Yeah, so, were you forever. born? Were you born here, or was you? Or no, I was born in Dominican, in the beautiful okay. country of the Dominican Republic, okay. man, Santo okay. Domingo capital. We moved to the United States when I was ten years old. When I say we, mm-hmm. I mean both of my parents. And my three siblings, you know, we came over. It was different. It was different. Yeah. It was cold. <laughs> Saw snow yeah. for the first time. You know, it was uh, it was the coolest thing. Yeah. It was the coolest thing in the world. You know, we see snow on TV. We go outside and play snowball, looking for people to snowball fight with. But uh, yeah. it took me a while to realize that people don't leave their houses to snowball fights with strangers, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was like uh, people just out. I thought it was just people outside in the streets fighting with snowballs and, but nah, man, it was like that. Nah, yeah, definitely. Not. I know, yeah, definitely. That's uh, that TV show, movie stuff, man. They, <laughs> they just they just gloss it on TV. But um, sure. so you said you got some siblings. Are you the you're the oldest or are you in the middle? Or the I'm the middle. I'm in the middle. So okay. Uh, so what's uh, the brother sister? I have an older brother. Then it's me, okay. then a younger sister, and a younger brother. Now, we all ball. Okay. We all play baseball, you know. Oh, My okay. sister plays wow. softball at UMass Boston. My older brother doesn't play anymore, but he was a baller back in his day. My little brother's in high school. Mm-hmm. He's still playing. So, you know, we're all just following the, the pop's footsteps, you know. So. Uh, yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, you said when you were 13, 
you started to take it seriously, what was the training regimen like? Because obviously your dad was a formal baseball player and he played in the big league. So what did, what like put you ahead of the game? I mean, at first, like this might sound like, like dumb, but a lot of people used to say like, oh, he's on the team because his dad was a big leaguer. Like he's yeah. playing because his dad was a big leaguer, you know, and, I never liked that stuff. I never, I didn't like having a dad play in the bigs in the beginning, you know, because I was like, yo, he's uh-huh. taking all the credit away from me. So whenever yeah. he would invite me to practice, he'd be like, yo, let's go practice. I, I would deep in that, I want to tell him, like, like nah, like, I'm going to go practice on my own. Like, I don't need you to make it, you know, like, yeah. But, which was dumb, bro. Like, <laughs> now that I, now that I think about it, like, it was dumb. Once I realized that, yeah, it was a blessing. To have disguise. someone there, yeah, that you know made it to the level you want to get to, like went through the whole journey, like not even just baseball, like in general, like imagine yeah. having that person inside your house, you know, like any yeah. questions you have, like, they're right there, like. So it Direct wasn't until source. I, it wasn't until I embraced like having that person inside my house that I started asking the right questions. That's when. I started, I became intrigued with his journey. That's when we would sit and watch mm-hmm. TV and he would break down the little things that you wouldn't pick up with the naked eye, you know, like the stuff yeah. that the mental side of the game, you know, there's a whole another side of the game that people don't, don't realize, you know, and so I'm, I'm yeah, blessed, I mean, I'm blessed, you know, I've always been thankful for that, been thankful for my parents. They've done a lot for us, you know, they've sacrificed so much for us and uh, they were just going to keep working, trying to do something with it. So when did you, like, as a kid, when did you realize, like, oh, snap, like, I'm really good at baseball? Like, you, like, you, like, so your confidence just, like, rose to, like, yeah, I'm really good at baseball. I can do this. Like, at what point in your life did you feel like this is, like, this is it? Not till late, man. Not till late. Because when I was young, I would always say, you know, I would always say, oh, I want to be a big leaguer. But I didn't really mean it. You know, like I just said it because it was mm-hmm. a thing to say. You know, like everyone said it, so yeah. why not? And you know, I was always in the middle. I was never the best. I was never the worst. I was just in the middle. But mm-hmm. like I said, I took this trip to uh, Jupiter, Florida. It was a tournament down there. I missed three days of school, and I see all these kids, big, strong, fast, ballers. You know, they're ballers, and. I had a yeah. decent tournament, you know. I wasn't, I was in the mix, you know. I was in the middle. I competed with them, and but when I got back to Providence, that's what kind of opened my perspective, you know. That's when I was like, damn, I thought I was a baller in Providence, but there's the whole world is playing baseball, you know. It's not just Providence that's playing baseball. Like there's dudes out yeah. there. So when I came uh-huh. back from that tournament, that's when I started taking my training to another level, and uh-huh. a lot of people said I was doing like stupid work like i was hurting my body i was overtraining and like all this stuff which comes down to the science I, maybe i was you know maybe yeah. i was i was you know i was just doing stupid work yeah, but to me obsessed. yeah but to me i'll go to bed at night and i thought i went off you know i'll be like damn like i went yeah. off today you know like yeah. that's what gave me confidence nah, you know i wake you. up the next day with confidence mm-hmm. and that's where that's where i got my confidence from so that's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. So now, 
I don't know. So in baseball, like you, you guys get ranked. I'm pretty sure, right? But how does that work? Because with basketball, it's it's a lot, it's a lot different. I know it's a lot different. So how does it work with that? I mean, ranking is is weird because baseball is like there's a lot of dudes that go unnoticed. There's a lot of dudes that go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't go to tournaments, if you don't get yourself out there, then they don't know about you. You might be a baller in Providence, but if you don't go to tur- tournaments, they don't know who you are. You know, so that's why yeah. it's difficult to rank to rank players. And with different positions, it's also tough. You know, you have pitchers and shortstops, and you can't really compare players side by side. But but they still do it. They still do it. They still rank players. But but yeah, I don't really pay attention okay. to all that so stuff. Though. The- I don't really. Nah, that's what's up. That's good, man. So yeah, leading to that. Um, so if you're if there's an aspiring baseball player that's trying to be like you, that's trying to make it to the big leagues, like, what are some ways that you could not pay attention to stuff like that and stay focused? Like, how did you do it? I mean, first you you want to know what you want out of the game. You know, you have to have a you have to have your goals. You know, if you don't have your goals mm-hmm. and you just you're just playing to play, then any distraction is going to deviate you from where you're going because you don't know where you're going. So mm-hmm. when you know where you're going and you know what you want to do, it's not just on the field. You know, you get off the field and every action you take throughout the day, even when it comes to like meals, you know, is it is it is it clean food? Is it taking you in the right direction or is it setting you back? You know, just like little things like that. But uh, know what you want to do with the game. Love the game, have a passion for the game, and if this is what you if this is what you want to do, then do it. Why not you, man? Like, no, why not you? Just go for it, go all out, and then look back after. And if you go all out, you will never mm-hmm. regret a thing. You know? mm-hmm. Okay, so now you hit the high school scene, and I remember <laughs> I didn't even find out you was really. I'm serious. I didn't even know you was really because you were so quiet. Like freshman, freshman year. Like I knew I seen you before. We didn't really talk like that, but you was to me you was quiet and everybody thought you were quiet. I feel like the people that knew you, that's when you kind of showed your your side out. But you were pretty much just quiet and you was doing your whole thing and you was very humble. Like what what like what made you so humble? Because like you could have been like, I'm the best player. You could have been like that. You could have been one of those, you know, jocks, uh or rude people that's ignorant, like, yeah, I'm the best player, the best baseball player, my dad's this, I can do this, but you wasn't. You was actually, like, one of the quietest people I've met in high school. Like, you were just so focused on what you was doing. And that's the thing, man. Like, like I said, I've had great role models, and my role models are my parents. You know, I didn't have mm-hmm. to leave my house to find a role model outside of my house. You know, my, both my parents are really hard workers, and both are humble. So it just... Mm-hmm. It, it was instilled in me, you know. All my brothers are the same way. We're all quiet. Once you get to know us, we're outgoing, but we just stick to ourselves, you know. Yeah. We know what we want. Our circle's tight, you know. We have uh, close friends, you know, with the same with the mm-hmm. same drive. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. But so now it's his senior year. That's when I started hearing the buzz. Remember, I went to a game and I saw you play, and um, the way the coach um. The coach would explain, he said, like, the way you played, it was, like, effortless. Like, you were smooth. It was like you were just – you just knew what to do every single time. 
So I'm pretty sure what you gonna you was able to get drafted, right? After your senior year of high school. I did. Yeah, so you got so you got drafted, but you didn't even go. Like what made you like decline that offer? So I so I met after I came back from that tournament. I'm gonna take you back a little bit. It was my mm -hmm. my fall, senior year fall. So I went to Florida for the tournament, came back. That's when I started getting a little buzz for the draft. You know, I would, teams were sending me questionnaires. A couple of scouts would come to my practices. And there's one scout. I'm not going to say any names or organizations. But of course. You know. He came to <laughs> one of my practices. Mm -hmm. And I hit him up. I was like, oh, uh, Elma Community Center, South Providence. Like, come through. It's a little basketball court. That's where we get our work in during the winter. And he came in. And he was like, like this is where you get your work in this raggedy basketball court with busted down windows and I was like yeah man this is this is where we make it happen in the winter you know we don't we don't have the luxury to play year round you know outside and he sat down with me and he gave me like one or two reasons why he thought I was a good player and then he gave me a whole book on why he thought I was a shitty player you know like why <laughs> I suck pretty much and then I'm sitting there like damn bro like that hurt like yeah. and he's just spitting this stuff at me like and I'm a 16, 17 year old kid. And he compared me to this other player. He's like, yo, that kid, he's gonna be a first rounder. He's a Ferrari. You know, he's a complete car. He's got the engine, he's got everything. Mm -hmm. And you're like a you have the the frame, but now we need to go get the engine, we need to go get the tires, we need to go get the radio, we need to go buy all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I took that to heart, man. Like, like I was like, damn, like. You know, this guy doesn't think I could do it. This guy doesn't think I'm ready. Mm -hmm. So that's when I took my training to another level. You know, I started waking up earlier. I would lift, go to the gym before school, you know, take a bus, go to school, go to practice, and go back to the gym. And same thing. I got drafted out of high school uh, by the Atlanta Braves, 39th round. They took a chance on me. I really appreciate it. But... I didn't I didn't I didn't think it was the right move. No, mm -hmm. I I gave it a lot of thought with my parents. We sat yeah. down for for hours and hours talking about it. I really wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. But my mom was like, "No, I think you should go to school, get your education." My dad wanted me to go play. <laughs> <laughs> my dad wanted me to go play. My mom wanted me to go get my education. Uh -huh. And I was in the middle, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. So that's the summer I played for a collegiate summer ball team. Mm -hmm. And they gave me they gave me two months to make my decision, the Atlanta Braves. So I'm playing in this league with a bunch of college guys. And I'm sucking, bro. Like, when I tell you I'm struggling, like, I forgot how to play baseball for a whole summer, bro. <laughs> and that's when I realized. I was like, yo, maybe, maybe I'm not ready. You know, maybe I'm not ready. Maybe if I can't make it happen with these college guys, how am I going to make it happen with these professional guys? Yeah. And so whatever, I went to school. I told myself I was going to get ready. You know, I was going to get stronger, get faster. Went to school, University of Maine. Uh, I think till this day, that was one of the best decisions I've ever made. And yeah, the school took care of me. You know, the coaching staff, great coaching staff, great facilities. And yeah, three years later, from a 39th draft pick to a third rounder, man. So. Can't complain. Damn. Oh. Can't complain, bro. That's big, man. That's 30. That's big, man. Can't complain, man. So you would like so what would you say like timing is everything then, huh? Timing's all about 
Like, don't rush. Be patient. Sometimes, you know, when people rush themselves, they they think the moment's now, and then when they get into that moment, they mess it up, and then they don't even get another chance again. That's true. And it's tough, you know, because every kid dreams of that opportunity to be drafted, you know? Yeah. So when you get presented by that, you want to jump on it right away. Yeah. And it was it was so tough. That was a tough decision to turn that down. But, you know, at the end of the day, what I, I always tell myself was meant to be is meant to be. You know, mm-hmm. just, just do you, do the best you can, and let everything play out. You know, I don't put stress on myself. Or I have to do this, I have to do that. You know, I'm just going to take care of my business and let everything else play out. And that's what I did. You know, I went to Maine. I told myself I was going to try to be as focused as possible and then see how it plays out in three years. You know, if it doesn't play out, then I have my degree. You know, if it if it does, then I'm going to keep chasing my goal, my dream. So uh-huh. it did work out. So. No, so you get drafted. So how does the draft work for- for I see, see baseball bats are so different. It's like two <laughs> rounds and then baseball. But I, if you made it to the third round, you must be really good. That I tell you that. So how many picks is it? So we have a lot, a lot of rounds. We have forty okay. rounds, thirty picks per round. So that's what twelve hundred picks. Yeah. So that's a lot okay. of players. Uh-huh. And um, so the way they do it is. Every team gets their picks. You know, there's compensation rounds, which is at the end of the first round, they probably have five more picks uh-huh. that belong to the first round. So, so yeah, man, I'm sitting at home and after the season, and I'm talking to my agent the whole time, and he's telling me, he's like, yeah, man, be patient. We're shooting from the fourth round to the fifth round. I think that's when you're going to get picked up. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. So I'm watching this round. And they call me in the first round. I'm not gonna say an organization though. No, of course, me, of course, of course. And they call me and they go, "Yo, are you willing to get drafted in the compensation as a compensation pick in the first round? But you're gonna have to take a cut from the from the money. Like we're gonna have to cut you short." And I was like, "Hell yeah, man! Like just do it. Like fuck it, let's go." Mm-hmm. Excuse my language, mm-hmm. but he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I'm waiting. I'm watching with my parents all excited. And then when that team comes up, they pick someone else. Damn. Man. And I was like, damn. Uh, and then whatever that, the first day is over. The first day is only the, the first and second round. So I was like, damn, I didn't get drafted. So I'm like, whatever. The next day, I'm not even watching the draft. You know, I'm in my room, cleaning my room. My whole family's watching the draft downstairs. <laughs> and I, I'm cleaning my room, but I don't clean my room. <laughs> So you could tell I was nervous. So, but yeah. So I'm cleaning my room, and my sister sprints into my room and is like, yo, the Astros got you. The Astros got you. And then my whole family just came in, gave me a hug. And a day later, two days later, they flew me out to Houston, signed my contract, did a couple physicals, and season starts, man. It's that Dang, quick. that's quick, crazy, man. yo. Yeah, for real, I man. know you was like, yo. That's what's up, man. Got it, yeah, you worked for it, man. So now you're drafted, and it's real. Like it's like, yeah, MLB player. Like, what was that feeling like? Like, see, it didn't hit me until I was driving up to the to the season to the team I was assigned to. Mm-hmm. So I signed in Houston. I flew back home, and it still didn't hit me. I was just 
normal. It was nothing, nothing really. And then I'm driving to New York for my short season A ball team. That's where I was going to be playing the summer in Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. driving up, and I'm like, man, I'm really about to go play professional baseball, man. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I was playing in college, man. Like, And then I show yeah. up, and I see these kids I faced in Clemson, and I'm like, damn, like, like these are these are the dudes, you know? Like, I'm here, you know? Like, yeah, that's what's up, man. So, but yeah, man, it was a, it was a unique, unique experience, man. And then we play the first so game. It's, it's complete. <laughs> oh man! And then we play the first game, and I'm shaking out of my uniform, man. I've never ever gotten like that ever, man. And it wasn't because of that lack of preparation. Moment. It wasn't lack of preparation, man. Because I felt ready, mm-hmm. but it was just mm-hmm. you're there, you know. Like this is this is it, and then. My first ground ball in pro ball was an error. You know, I missed it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> so I'm already. But definitely all the nerves left, though. Nah, they, they did, though. After that error, I was back to normal. I was yeah. chilling. I was like, all right, yeah. I got it over with, you know. <laughs> and I ended up having a good game, too. So that was that was good. It was a good experience. My parents were there, too. So it was it was pretty pretty exciting moment oh, yeah. to do that in front of them, too. So. Yeah. Especially for your dad, like how do you? I know your dad must have felt like, yeah, wow, this is like, he must have been so proud because like he was there, and the fact to see that you made it there, I know for him it was like, wow, like this is crazy. I know it's just, it has to be crazy <laughs> because like he made it there, and then you, and then he makes it there, and then you make it there. It's probably like it remind, you probably remind him of himself now. Oh, for sure. But he, my dad's always been, he's always been tough on me too. And I've been thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, he always yeah, gives me good, great man. advice. Sure. He always gives me great advice. He always says like, you mm-hmm. don't want anything easy or free, you know? And, and that's the way I live life. You know, I don't want anything easy or free. And, uh, yeah. but he, he did tell me, that was the first time he told me, he sat down with me and he told me, like, Hey, like, I'm proud of what you've accomplished like he's he's never because my dad's like a dry dude he's pretty dry you know we we messed around yeah, with him nah, that. we make we make fun of him because of that and yeah uh, but it was it was a pretty cool experience to do that in front of him that's cool man that's dope so now what's the difference what do you think is the like the difference between college ball and then obviously the mlb ball what's the difference you think like what is something you just like you caught on like this is different like i gotta be on point. I mean, the first thing I noticed was how everything was cleaner. Mm-hmm. Not as in facilities, not as in stadiums, like cleaner as in the, the way the game was played. You know, like there was less errors. They make the, they probably make the same spectacular plays in college and in Pro Bowl, but the difference is that the routine plays. Are are done in Pro Bowl consistently? Mm. No, they don't mess it up. They don't mess up routine stuff. Okay. No, it's like shooting free throws. You don't. They don't miss free throws in in Pro Bowl. Yeah. But in college ball, they probably miss free throws. You know, like stuff like that. Yeah. Like. But um. And but everyone's the same. Like the 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 personalities. The same group of people. People are pre- still pretty cool. You know, I've had been blessed with great teammates throughout the throughout the years. 
And uh, yeah, I haven't been on a team where I've been where I felt like I didn't belong or I felt like I was mm-hmm. not a part of. You know, I've I've been thankful for for great teammates and great coaches. So that's what's up, man. You didn't even give us your position, man. Shortstop, man. Come Short on stop. now. Okay. okay. <laughs> So what's see? I'm not really. I know the position name, but I don't really know. So like, what's special about the shortstop? Like, what is the shortstop? Why do they call it the shortstop? I don't even know. Cause short people play it, nah. But <laughs> <laughs> nah, but what's cool about the shortstop is that when I play shortstop, I feel the captain of the field. Now I feel like I, like I'm in in the middle of everything. Yeah. Like I'm in the middle of everything. I feel like I'm in control of of the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people say the pitcher's in control, which which is, I agree with. Yeah. But the pitcher only plays once a week. You know, he pitches once a week. We play every day. So Wait, what? Yeah, man. Starter pitches pitch once a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, man. They pitch once a week. We play every day. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So, no, nah, but the shortstop, I I've always played shortstop even growing up since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and it'll be it'll be cool if I get to stay in that position. No, because my dad was a shortstop, and when he got to the big leagues, he had to move over to second base. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, they up. had the the Wizard of Oz, Ozzy Smith at shortstop, so they gave my dad the boot to second base. You know? Oh man, <laughs> dang! So um, like, how do you? I how do you not like flinch? Because like, if I see a baseball. Cause that was, that ball is small, yo, and they be throwing it fast, and then they be hitting it fast. So when it's coming at you, like, how do you even like, like it don't sting at all? It hurts, bro. <laughs> oh, why? I'm like, Wait. it hurts, bro. <laughs> Cause basketball, you better, catch it, you better catch it, you better catch it, you better hit it, or you better dodge it. But it hurts, it hurts, man. But you know, we got used to it. You know, we got used yeah. to it. Just like how you guys playing ball, you guys. That pace of play is crazy. Ah. How fast, how fast you guys play? It's overwhelming, man. It, like it is, but like, is it? We don't have objects like coming. <laughs> you guys gotta catch an object going like 110 miles per hour. There's no way. Like that was the one thing. Like I always thought baseball was cool, but my face, I love it. I ain't trying to, you know. But that's what's up, man. So like, what were your so you're in your second year, or is it still your first year? I don't. This is going to be my second full season. So okay, this is gonna so... be my third year, but my second full season. Okay, so the first year is a short one. Okay, so the first year, like, what was like your goal? Like, we're gonna go up. So, what was your goals for like your first year? What did you have like planned? Like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna try to get this. I'm gonna try to do this. What goals did you have? Uh, yeah. So, I don't really set goals. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I, no, 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 I do set goals, but I don't set them as in like numbers to catch. Okay. Because I feel like I get lost in numbers, and mm-hmm. you can't get lost in numbers. The season is way too long. It's 140 games for minor leaguers, 162, 162 for big leaguers without the playoffs. So you can't get caught up in numbers. You know, mm-hmm. I say numbers are a trap. Um, you just, I always. My goals are always to go into the game mm-hmm. as prepared as possible. Okay. You no, know, it sounds corny and stuff, but like, like if I go to a game, like I did my practice as good as possible. I ate the food as best as possible. Like everything, the little things. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. 
I took every swing as, as best as I could, and this is the best I feel for the game. And that's what gets me ready for the game and just play the game hard, play it fearless, and, you know, just have fun. And that's another thing, too. Like, having fun, you have to have fun, man. If you don't have fun, it's going to be a long year, you know. And, and that's the thing, too. A lot of people see you having fun on the field, smiling, messing around. Like, a lot of people might see you, see you having fun on the court, messing around with your teammates, having fun. But not everyone knows the, the hours that, that you had to put in. Yeah, not everyone knows the early man. mornings, the late yeah, nights. You know, everyone thinks yeah. it's easy because you're having fun with it. But it's not, man. It's not yeah, easy. You, know, you just have to have fun with it, though. So you said there's more than 140 games. That's like so basically it's like that has to be like five like what four games every week or something like three games every week or something like that. Last year we had a stretch where we played 26 games in a row. No days off. <laughs> Yo, like how do you guys even like sleep? Like what is the like what like what going Man, you, on? You lose track of the days. You don't know if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's just game day. You know, just wake just up. Game it's day. Game, day. Game, game at 6, game at 12, game at 7. But you don't know if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But the teams do a good job, though. They 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 put us with host families sometimes. They put us in apartments. Um, they feed us at the stadium. You know, they, they take care of us. So we lift on the road if we're on the road. And we're bouncing from hotel to hotel and, yeah, how's the, you guys be traveling on plane? Like, I don't, I don't really see. I don't think I've ever seen like a base baseball player, like a whole team. Like, how do you guys travel? Uh, we travel. It depends. If you're depends, right? If you're in the bigs, you probably fly private jets or something. Oh, okay. My is we we troop it in buses and. Uh, hey man, the buses. I I love a bus though. <laughs> you get that seat to yourself. You just lay sideways, so both of your feet's up. You got your computer. You just got your music bumping. For what sure, man. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I definitely like that. That's what's up, though. Okay. But yeah, man. I saw you got – um. so can you explain? You had – did you get drafted again? I saw – not drafted, but, like, you did something in the summer. You played for a team in the summer. Um. So I got invited to play after yeah. my season ended. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the season, I got called up to high A. So we have levels. Yeah. We have rookie ball. Every team's different, but we have rookie. We have rookie, short season, low A, high A, double A, triple A, and then the big leagues. Mm-hmm. And so last year I was in low A, and they called me up to high A. Had a decent year. Then they invited me to the Arizona Fall League, which is a really prestigious league. You know, a lot of great mm-hmm. ball players. Uh, so they invited me to that. That was a good experience, and then I got drafted for the Dominican Winter League. Okay, which is has always been a dream of mine to play in my country. You know, it's a very competitive league too, so I'm excited for that. That's what's up. So, like, but you could like sign a contract though, right? Or do you just go like when you get invited, you just go? Do you each each league you go to, you sign like a contract, like how it works? Oh, uh, so you have a minor league contract. Okay. As long okay. as you're in the minor leagues. You have a minor okay. league contract, and then you reach your, they call it your uh, uh, fifth year, fourth year, something. That's when you renegotiate. The team has the the ability to either sign you to the 40-man roster, which is mm-hmm. kind of like the big league roster. You got to. Damn, that's a lot of people, yo. That's a lot of or, people. 
or another team could pick you up if the team doesn't protect you. So okay. that's that's the way it goes. That's what's yeah, up. Man. Okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. You yo, keep killing it, bro. Cause you're you're doing it, big. I be saying like, yo, this man. I, I went to high school with him. Like he's really in the MLB doing it, man. Like that's not like that's you know people they strive for stuff like that, and sometimes along the way they just get lost in their own sauce, and then they just fall out the mix. But you you stayed consistent. I always paid attention. Like you went to college. Did what you had to do there, boom. Now you're in first year, you're doing what you have to do. Second year, now you're playing in different leagues. Like, you're doing your thing, keep doing it, bro. I really, you're definitely like an inspiration for real. Because I, I know baseball, but I, now I can say I got a friend, like, he plays baseball, like, he's about that. And you're a hard worker, and you get it, man. You Appreciate definitely are, like, you're, you're definitely a part of demand access for sure. You know, for sure, saying? man, for you're sure. Doing your thing, man. I really appreciate it's funny, that. though, because, like, I don't I don't say this either. But I remember I go to school early one day, I had to do work in the library. And I pull up and I hear squeaking in the basketball courts. I'm like, damn, who's out here so early? <laughs> and I go and you guys are playing pickup games. You know, you guys are playing pickup games, having fun, sweating. And I, I I go in, I say what's up for a little bit, and then I head out, I go do my work. And then that whole day I'm like, damn, if these guys could wake up early. And go play some pickup games. Why can't I get up early and go go run some tires or go sprint or go? You know. Yeah, so that's man. when I start doing that too, man. I start waking yeah. up early because of you guys, man. It's no, crazy. man. Yeah, classical man it had you because there was just so many different yeah. people, man. That from different places. Like that's one thing I loved about our high school because that's what made it the best. Not only academically, but like you're dealing with different kids who have who kind of think like you and have the same aspirations and maybe in baseball or in soccer or something else, but when you got to wake up and work hard, we're going to do it, and everybody's competing. And next thing you know, everybody gets their own success. So For that was sure. one thing that was great. So, hey, sure. so after, we're done with the baseball talk. So what songs you've been listening to? Like what songs? Albums? Yeah, like albums of rappers. Man, whoever. I listen to everything, man. What you everything listen to? From, I listen to everything from rap to Dominican bachata to... <laughs> What's your favorite? What's your favorite song to listen to before a game? Before a game, I don't really listen to music before a game, man. Oh, you're very like, I just, I just listen to whatever they play on the speaker. Mm-hmm. You know, every every day is different. You yeah. Know, sometimes we get our hip hop going. Sometimes dudes play country, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just listen to. I just in the clubhouse, we listen to everything. You know, sometimes we listen to our Spanish music. I listen to a lot of Spanish music. Listen to a lot of Spanish rap and uh, uh, J. Cole. I like J. Cole. Mm-hmm. But that's what's yeah, up. Man. So, um, during this coronavirus, this COVID 19, I know you've been staying safe. Have you been watching some Netflix or that ain't true? You have to, man. If you don't watch right. Netflix, you go crazy. <laughs> yeah. What you been binge watching? What you been watching? So, I just finished up the Money Heist series. Okay. So I just ran through that series like it was nothing, man. Like, but okay. they keep leaving us some like cliffhangers, man. So I can, I don't think I could wait till next year for another series to come out, man. But what's an, what's another show? Another show, I started watching uh, you. Have you okay. heard of you? That's the that's it the was a, killer, the weirdo. Yeah, yeah. It was a, he's it's a little weird, but you know it was it was interesting. You know, I kept watching. I finished it. 
It's pretty okay. good. But... Okay. That's you know, I might be the only person that didn't watch the uh the last dance episode. Yeah, you're bugging <laughs> out, bro. What's going on? <laughs> you got not for real, man. You gotta watch that. Like that was that's yeah, like sure. you come to realize why Michael Jordan was really Michael Jordan. Cause like it's one thing when all the people say, Well, Michael Jordan won six for six and you see the games, but when you really get to understand like who he truly is, then you start to understand why he was so dominant. I mean, this man, not only he was the best player on the planet, the 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 trend the most trending person on the planet, like that man was a hard worker. And he didn't if he was if he wasn't working hard, he'll let you know. Like he was about winning, he was competitive, and that's like I feel like that's what you gotta be to be successful. I mean, I think if you wanna sure. get if you For really sure. wanna get what you really want, like you gotta you gotta compete. And sometimes you don't even gotta compete with other people, you gotta be compete with yourself. But but he made it so when he was able to compete with other people, it didn't like break him down. It just made him better. That's you know, it's great. You gotta watch that, man. I got you, to, man. Where can I find that, bro? It's on ESPN. I think they could sure. just do the replays because they definitely have the replay for the first and second episode. But on Sunday, it comes on regularly on ESPN, so it's um nine to nine to eleven. For sure, for sure. I gotta get on that. So, and you play baseball too. Yeah, he definitely did. I, was, he good? I don't know if he was good like that. He was all right. I don't know. Yeah, you know it's Michael Jordan, so they're going to give him a, yeah. yeah, but. Yeah, it was definitely, I know it was definitely weird, him walking into a baseball game and he's trying to play baseball, but that's what's up, though. I mean, he sure, only he could sure. do it. That's how you know sure. you're nice if you do stuff like sure. that. So we're getting sure. to, to the end of this podcast. So what was the what is the last thing you would say to the viewers watching right now for some motivation for some tips, what would you let them know right now, last thing? I mean, there's a lot of people grinding. You know, I'm still I'm still far from where I want to be for my ultimate goal. And uh, the only thing I could say is keep doing it. You know, you might not see results right away, and that's that's fine. You know, that's fine. You know, your moment's going to come. Don't miss your opportunity. You're going to get it. You know, uh-huh. don't miss it. Just be ready for it. Be ready for it. Keep grinding and keep doing your thing, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Jerry Pena, everybody, man. Rhode Island's finest, Dominican's finest, the man, the legend. He's doing his thing. Make sure y'all subscribe to this. Please like it, comments. What's your handle? What's your Instagram handle so people know so they can keep in touch with you? JPena221, both yes, on Instagram sir. and Twitter. Yes, sir, man. Follow this man. See what he's doing, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming. We appreciate you. God bless. Keep being successful. Keep striving for greatness. Write your own destiny. All right, brother. All right. See you, man. Thank you. No problem.